0: Boom!
1: Dance. We are live.
2: We've got a guest. I feel like it's been forever since we've talked to anyone else.
1: It absolutely has been a has while. Been. This is our throwback to our very beginnings. This is our this is our first guest from episode number three. What's that What's up? Steve. What's that What's up? I would ask you oh. what you've been up to all this time, but, I don't know, kind of a sh- cheesy question to ask, but well, since uh, you've been on, there's been a whole bunch of changes.
3: You, yeah, what changes?
1: You are a father.
3: Oh, thank you. I am.
1: That wasn't a compliment. That was a statement <laughs> of fact. You are a father. Um, you're going through those hardships of lack of sleep. We know that.
3: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is It yeah.
1: is inesca- inescapable. The more I, you know, interact with my friends that are having kids, n- no one really knows what it's like until it hits you. And then everyone has that revelation with me. They're like, yeah, I'm just not really sleeping. And I'm like, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> oh, to be honest, my wife takes care of all of that. So I, it's, actually, it's not because of the kid that I can't sleep. It's just because I, I sit on my ass the entire day and then my back, like, gives up. So then it hurts and then I can't sleep at night.
2: That must be the craziest pain I can it only is, imagine. Yeah, if, it's,
3: it's pretty bad.
2: If it's hard what? enough or it's bad enough that it keeps you awake, that's that's crazy shit. Yeah. yeah uh,
3: did you just do a joint?
2: <laughs> yeah, I did not see the message that we're recording tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah?
2: Didn't you send out that message?
3: Because you sound
2: like okay. But there was, there was, like, no confirmation there.
1: Yeah, well, I uh, did not, did not confirm. I mean, we're, we're all here. Anyways. <laughs> You know, your lack of sleep, not blaming the baby, you got your whole back pain going on. Like, usually when I'm in pain, I do whatever Link just did, and I'm good to go for sleep. That's the thing,
3: I'm not into into that. That's why you're screwed, man.
1: All you have is, like,
2: the organic, earthy way of things. Put some heat on it, ice it, roll your back on it.
1: Dude, would you ever... um, Take those, like, prescription drugs, like those Ambien's, those NyQuil's or whatever.
3: Nah, nah, not into pills. That's you know, crazy.
1: That's what you say now. But have you ever tried one? Nah, nah,
3: not into pills.
1: Yeah, that's probably good, because that, st- that stuff will fuck you up. But, you know, sometimes I take this melatonin, like a 3 milligrams or like a 5 milligrams. It tends to work sometimes. Other times it's just, like, kind of pointless. It's really meant for like shift workers, jet lag people. Dude, what he needs is like a sauna session. Yes, but the gyms are not open. I don't know where he's going to find this sauna. This illegal underground sauna?
3: I want to buy one. I want to get one for my own uh for my own place.
1: Dude, I've been thinking about that too. Yeah. But then I don't know there's a reason why no one has one. And I don't want to find why that out on my own. <laughs>
3: The
2: thing is it's it 's the infrared i 'm not a fan yeah. of that
1: yeah
3: the infrared is shit
2: I agree with you isn 't that
1: the one they have inside all the gyms though
2: no way ah. man the, the the one that they have inside the gym's like an electrical one that causes like the hot heat
1: Boom we're back. boom again yes, we are back. <laughs> The listeners may not know depending on what we decided to do with this this recording. But yeah, my my laptop battery died. So we lost we lost our original recording. Feeling a little bit like Texas right now. Just can't catch a break on the power situation.
2: I mean the the good part is we weren't that deep into it. I think it stopped recording after after just under four minutes.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually the good part. I mean, I don't know. What can you say? Technology, right? And and its users. <laughs> more more oh. one than the other.
3: Yeah, we were talking for a good ten minutes before we realized you weren't there. We were spilling <laughs> all these secrets and, and uh, yeah, pouring our hearts out, but
1: shit, that would have been a hot episode. <laughs> you can still do it, man. You could still do it.
3: Nah moment's over.
1: <laughs> Alright, re, re reintroduction. Yes, who is that mysterious voice?
3: What's up, what's up?
1: That sounds like our voice from episode 3. That you sounds know. like our buddy Steve, our first ever guest. Was that? Was that? Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Welcome, welcome.
3: I'll try to do better this time.
1: What What other time? <laughs> there is no other time. But anyways, um, yeah, I think well, we, we, were, we were discussing this whole, um, you know, covid situation lack of exercise and lack of sleep and remedies that you could take to kind of get to sleep because we know you're kind of struggling with that right now i know like you know prior in like last year's pandemic i really had some trouble like initially falling asleep because the schedule gets all fucked up too because you're not you're not going anywhere you you don't wake up to do anything you're just kind of around yeah, yeah this yeah, I guess
2: that's an endless hell of just gray skies, cold days.
3: Yeah, uh, I think it's just also aging um, and the fact that you're not mentally stimulated anymore or physically stimulated. Like, there's just nothing to do during COVID. So Pretty uh, much. Yeah.
1: And you know, the older you get, the more, like, cold resistant you get. So, you know, you used to be able to want to go and, like, go out for a walk or whatever, but yeah. it's winter. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that.
3: No got time
2: Dude, for that. every single winter that passes by, I always wonder how did I do this before and can I do this <laughs> in the future? I understand the allure the, the of going to Florida in the winter time.
3: Yeah, yeah. I wish i bought a house during the crisis, the, the recession many years ago in Florida. Down. Down there. It's like you would have is squatters the there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's
1: at the point in life. Oh, you see, he said you would have like squatters having squatters' rights inside your property. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So, what are you
2: saying about like this goal in life?
3: My goal in life?
2: He sure as hell life- wasn't talking to me, right?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I caught something wrong there. But, no, I was gonna say—is that the point when he meant when uh, Steve mentioned the word crisis? I'm like, which crisis? Oh, the there's recession. So many, Sorry, the so recession. Many, yeah. <laughs> there's been so many like crises and re- recessions. Yeah, lately. the the
3: 2003, 2004 recession. I forgot which year it is.
2: Yeah, man, when you think about like the cost of a house back in those days, you can get it detached for under half a mil. And and yeah, yeah. Now you're getting a fixer upper. And it's gonna cost you like almost one and a half mil for this this yeah, home yeah. and you know this shit ain't worth a, a, a mil and a half.
1: Yeah. One of the sad parts about like all these apps where you can see the historical values of houses, especially the one that you just bought, you could just see through a history how that price <laughs> gets jacked up like, what the fuck? from like two thousands or like, oh crap. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Hey, speaking of real estate, why don't you guys start doing this like, you know, every guest you guys have on, you guys should ask that guest who they who they want to Nominate to come on next And since we're on the topic of real estate i like to nominate Justin Because I know he's been uh, doing a lot of research And he's doing a lot of these like papers And stuff on, on various Dude, topics that he's into Honestly,
2: so. you don't have to hype him up he has <laughs> been our, like, He's been our like He's been our whale been We've been trying to catch this guy To be on our, on our podcast for so long right, Justin,
3: I'm calling you out then I want to I listen to your, your real estate you know, Tips Advice, etc.
2: The thing is, he probably isn't even listening to this right now. This guy's too cool for this.
1: Create a video clip of this and just upload it to Instagram. Tag him on it. (laughs) Tag tag his girlfriend on it. Tag his his family on it. Calling you out. Just call him out. Call him out.
3: (laughs) I want to learn about laptops. You know, I want to learn about real estate. Exactly, (laughs) and all the other stuff that Justin knows about.
1: You know, I'm sure our listeners would be happy to hear from the deal master himself <laughs> his like, legendary prowess of sniffing out those deals yeah except for the grand and toy pricing error which he slept on which i could not be- i couldn't believe it i'm like this is your shit and you slept on it <laughs> always the contrarian
3: yeah this was your always thing the contrarian. Right?
1: whatever you yeah. like expect <laughs> him to do he's gonna do that exact opposite <laughs> He is a step
2: ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, speaking of aging, uh, you know, tonight was, I feel like this is going to be a little bit sports heavy this episode, so just going to be straight up, uh, uh, co- you know, fine print reading. It's going to be sports related. Might not be your t- your thing. But Spo- th- today was uh, Sidney Crosby's like thousandth
1: game. Oh, shit. It took, it took him a while to get there with due to all the injuries he's had. And it really yeah, sucks man. that he, he had to do it with no fans. Yeah,
2: that's true, yo. So yeah. here's a
3: question. Where does Sid, where does Sid uh, rank right now in the league? Like, if you had to rank, so he's a center still, right? So, um, yeah, where would you rank him?
1: Like, overall, like, player versus, like, all the other players?
3: Like, centers. Top centers, right? Would you rank him still top 10, top 15, top 20?
1: Dude, I think... Sidney Crosby is still at, at least top 10. Definitely top, like, maybe in the top 5. Top 5? Center is very deep. And I look at center, you know, you got um, You're talking about McDavid, guys, Matthews, right? um, Drysdale. I count, Drysdale. I don't know if I count him as a center, because uh, he usually plays the wing, right? No, um, he
2: he has his own line right now. He, he's
1: oh, so he, oh, so uh, the other other uh, Nugent Hopkins is on the wing or something, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. The first line is pretty stacked. They're like McDavid, uh, Nugent Hopkins, and then you have Puliavie on the other side. So,
1: yeah, I mean Crosby. I think possibly top five when you look at McKinnon, Matthews, McDavid, Drysidle, and then maybe Bergeron is up there somewhere. Crosby. Like, I'm talking about, all, like, overall game.
3: Yeah, so you, so you would, so not even Malkin, it's is, is not even on there.
1: No, Malkin's definitely under Crosby. Yeah. But I'm
3: just, I'm doing, it, uh, I'm just Googling right now, top 20 centers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like you to kidding? do like, stuff. Wink,
1: wink, Gretzky. <laughs> yo, honestly, <laughs> it's so hard,
2: it's, it's so hard to fucking watch all these games, yo. It's too much. What do you mean? Like, the, just watch the same teams over and over again, you mean? Or like just, 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 to watch the whole league, right? Just to know what the hell's going on around the league, it's it's crazy.
1: Well, I mean, for me, it's not a problem. I got nothing else to do here. I got no one to look after, so I'm doing pretty okay. But it is a well, lot. Even of key if you points. wanted to, right? I mean, that games challenge... are
2: happening at the same time. build it out?
1: There's a game happening at midnight. I mean, this is like how I felt during uh, the bubble playoffs last in the spring or whatever the summer yeah. where I was watching hockey from 12 noon until after midnight every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, right now they're they're screwing up in a sense that you know with all these postponements and shit, they should be playing like games in the afternoon. I feel like that's going to be next. And that's going to be like the Yeah, I like the all-game like, Productivity the division for work. So
1: yeah, but that'll be right up the Americans' alley. they love themselves some afternoon hockey for some reason.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, if we were living out on the West Coast, it'd be pretty sick, though. Think about it. You wake up, 3 p.m., there's, like, a 7 p.m. Eastern, like, at the East Coast games happening. It's just all day in the afternoon. You're just watching watching sports, and then also, like, football and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just, is
1: yet- yeah, go ahead.
2: it's just good that you don't have to stay up late if you want to catch a game.
1: That is true. I mean, they were talking about on the broadcast today that Tyler Toffoli's parents don't even watch, like couldn't even watch him when he played for LA because the games went so late.
2: Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you're just lying in bed and you're looking at it like, what the fuck
1: am I doing? 11.30
2: (laughs) watching a West coast game.
1: 11.30 is not even that late, man. I've stayed up later for no, no apparent reason other than I committed myself now to the outcome of this game somehow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like once I start something I can't stop it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I I I hear you.
3: Man, I'm still trying but, to get like the top fifty centers but for whatever reason I keep holding it, shit.
2: It's crazy, you think about it, it's just more like fuck. It was like yesterday
1: <laughs> when this dude was just
2: starting out.
1: Are you getting the feels because all the like all the, the rookies that came in when you were at your like highest interest in hockey? Are like getting over the hill now. They're getting all old and shit.
2: Yeah, because I've been like watching these. I've, I've watched that um, HBO Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods story. Yeah, and you're just you, you just realize like shit. There's only so much this body can take.
1: Yeah, you're you're learning that all of these like superhuman athletes are just mere mortals. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and here we are. We're thinking like fuck. We can do it. We can attain it. There's no way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the more I like watch, the more I'm like, you know, back when I used to play sports kind of competitively, this house league level, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit, I, the, the, I could pull that off, right? All those yeah. like, spinoramas and shit. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no way. There's no way at this age any ability is coming back at all. Yeah,
2: I I guess part of it is almost like you don't even get a chance to do it. Like, you know how our usual
1: weekly event during the year is just volleyball? Yeah, and it's, you know, depending on the mood, what people ate for dinner, (laughs) who's showing up, (laughs) who the subs are, like, you could have a completely different quality game every single time.
2: There's some weeks where it's good, and you're like, damn.
1: It kind of burns me up, or whatever, when you happen to miss a week and you ask people well, how was volleyball. They're like, "Yo, it was the greatest game ever." It's like, a, <laughs> fuck, I missed that game. But then, b, it's like, what if I'm the reason why the game was so good? <laughs> like me being absent.
2: Nah, man, don't don't worry about it. Like, big money was was a big factor in a lot of those weeks. Oh,
1: alright really? we're gonna we're gonna throw shade at this guy. <laughs> nah. I wonder if this guy actually listens. (laughs) That would be some of the craziest shit ever. Well, I mean, at the end of the day,
2: you still have to be... You want to enjoy yourself, right? Like, if he wasn't having a good time doing it, then he's just not going to
1: participate. Yeah, I bet you wishes he had it now. But, I mean, it's too late.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we all want that. Yeah, which... Which you're saying... Hate, hate to always direct it back to, like, COVID, but I guess... You're comfortable in hitting the gym, right? I am. I mean, Andrew, did you actually hit the gym during, like, the first time?
1: No. I have not gone to a gym in, like, a year. Likewise. I've been riding
2: that suspension for since the very beginning. Yes. But, Steve, you're saying you're, you're willing
1: to risk it all?
3: Yeah. Unfortunately, I have a boss that tells me I can't, so...
1: It should be part of your employee health plan. <laughs> What's going on? No, nope. <laughs> no.
3: Nope. There's no employee health plan with this boss. She just says no. It's I
1: I not. really kind of wonder what the gyms now look like. How well they operate with yeah. um, like all these COVID um, you know protocols they have to put in place. Like how safe is it really?
3: Well, it's limited capacity, right? It's only what 25 percent or something. So it's like how many I don't know how many people that would be, but.
1: Man, there must be so many rules. These meathead guys cannot follow all these rules. It's too many rules for their brain. Yeah. Like, literally, I one of the, biggest like the rules most is, like, don't uh, uh, drop your weights. Always re-rack your weights. And yeah. no one does that shit. Yo, can you imagine
2: how quiet it is in there? It's just music pumping. Yeah, have, you ever, so- have, you, have you guys ever listened to these, like, YouTube videos of malls? Just music playing in an empty mall? I imagine that's the same sound good life would sound like, except, like, super loud. <laughs>
3: yeah. It'd be so then
1: No, that's but, that's um, pretty much, like, you know, there's times where I've been in the gym and their music is just at a crazy volume. And, like, you gotta tell them to turn that shit down, because it's too loud. Uh, wait, you can actually ask them to turn it down? Yeah. Sometimes, you, like, when, you, when you go regularly at the same time, you see the same people working there, like, every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you ju- and you just ask them. Yeah. You know, they recognize you every day. You have the same routine. You ask for the same number of towels from them every single day. So <laughs>
2: <Wait>. I mean <laughs> So you just took the has- type guy that would get more than one towel. Yeah.
1: Why do I want to yeah, go sir. back for why do I want to go back for another towel every single time? I'll take as many as I need. No, there's yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. I have a towel strategy when I go to the gym. Okay, I start out with you know 20 30 minutes on the bike, so I need one towel there, right yeah to just wrap around the handlebars, and I need another towel after I get off to dry myself because I'm really sweaty afterwards. Then I need a towel to take with me to like the weight weight benches. yeah, and then I need a last towel like to shower at the end, so it's like four towels. So you don't bring Holy your own shit. towel for the showering part? No.
3: Okay, I, I bring my own towel for the shower part.
1: <laughs> no, it's either four or five towels. Sometimes I'll grab a towel to like block the sauna floor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the the heat doesn't escape through the door. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just use up all their towels. Oh
3: yeah, there that's a so smart. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That that's crazy. That's like four towel. I I only rock like two. One, are I just ta- bring it everywhere. Are you towel shaming me for my <laughs> water usage? no no it's all good man all the power to you that's what we pay our membership for yeah they they call the towel
1: service and i'm just leveraging that service as often as possible (laughs) even though all those towels are like hard as fuck
2: Uh, but going back to like going to the gym i feel like now that when you go in there you'll be way more efficient because you can't just fuck around and just sit and chill (laughs) Because there's going to be so little people People can see you Not that it really matters Because you're at the gym But You know naturally You're just going to be pumping iron Yeah and
3: you yeah. might have a time limit too right? Because you have to uh, Sign up for a time So I'm, I'm trying to Yeah I heard you
2: I heard you're not allowed to like shower there So then Yeah You know That's probably the worst part Yeah my you gotta internet, go home all gross
3: My internet is yeah. slow as fuck I cannot google anything
2: that's ridiculous. Maybe you can unplug one of your many Google Homes. Suck in your internet right now. Yeah,
3: it's just, it's, I don't know if it's because of the stream or whatever. It is. Man, I are you think still looking auditioned-
2: for
1: centers?
3: Oh, yeah. I gave up on that. But Crosby was on top ten in one of the lists.
1: I, yeah, I still think he has to be. Like, I can't really think of a ton of active guys that are that are better than him. I mean, he's getting older. You know, he can't really drive his team that much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different uh, than yeah. a guy like Matthews, who's just like 20s,
3: th- early twenties man. You know, the,
1: the thing that it's so surprising about someone like him is, I don't know, he's so young in his career. It's been it's been forever since we had a legit, Super like, stud. young star here, yeah. and you're seeing him like just develop every year. And you thought yeah, you yeah, had yeah, an idea yeah. of who he was like last season, right? And now this is like insane level right now. I, I don't
3: yeah. think we ever had a young homegrown superstar. No?
1: Sundin. Well,
3: Sundin? Well, what's a homegrown?
1: Well, we didn't how draft many years he Sunday. have not He may have not had... I don't think he had too many years. I think in it was like two years. Yeah. Two or three. So, was it? but But you we mean got like pride, someone, we got dra- someone we drafted. Yeah. Someone, yeah.
3: That was a legit superstar, right?
1: Like, no, I, 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 think I can't have. even remember. I don't think
3: we
2: have, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, but... Damn. It's just like, time passes so quickly, then you see these young people in your chair for them, and you're wearing their, their jerseys, and they're like 10 years of your junior.
1: Yeah. That's always been one of the more ridiculous ridiculous things, right? You see, like... And we're not even that old. You see, yeah. like, 67-year-olds wearing... This 20-year-old's jersey. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, that's what...
2: Do you think you guys will just grow old and you just wear this, like, our generation of players' jerseys or would you keep continuously, like, by, you know, like, the
1: next crop of stars? There's got to reach a point where I stop um, and just appreciate the players of the past and then talk about how the players of the past (laughs) are better than these sissy boys that are playing today.
3: Yeah, if I can... can you, no, yeah. it depends if it's... If you're saying, like, the authentic jerseys, I can't afford that shit. But if you're saying you go to China, and buy some $20 <laughs> jerseys, and, yeah, maybe. <laughs> then I'll do it.
2: You know, if, if the quality of it gets better, then why not?
3: Oh, it's good, man. The ones in yeah, China. They're good. Like,
2: last... Before they switched over to the Adidas one, they had, like, this... Almost exactly the same type of material.
3: Yeah, yeah, the one. So my Blackhawks one that I have, that, that's from straight from Shanghai, man. It looks legit. Yeah,
2: that, yeah. That that Crosby one hanging outside as well. You thought it was real? I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it, it fooled me too. That was like the early days where the counterfeits were still kind of low key, and not everyone started trying to sell their own counterfeits. Uh, you know, you go on Kijiji, you find someone, and they sell it for a hundred bucks. You go check it out. You're like, yeah, this is legit. Uh,
1: it is interesting yeah, when man, you go Andrew, to like a you just game? froze there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, too bad for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> when you go to one of these lease games, you see some of these jerseys and you're you're thinking how fake does that shit look? Cuz some of these look really bad. They got like, the puffy numbers on the back. They look ridiculous, but it's been a while since I've actually seen something like legit horribly looking, horribly fake looking.
2: Yeah. But yeah, if you know what you're looking for, then you you could almost get like a replica and you won't even know I think a lot of these, some of these like NBA jerseys do Um, early on was better but like nowadays the
1: only thing is it gets washed away here we are dipping in like these NBA or the team's pockets taking like their profits away from them, like jerseys has been a hot topic lately, like I see like NBA has all these, like they have Christmas jerseys all the throwback jerseys like jersey selling is a big business for the NBA.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's, it's somewhat gotten to the point where I can't tell who is which team now. Like I see LA wearing blue, big, baby blue. I know that <laughs> that's yeah, their yeah. historical color, but I'm like, I have to think like who is that team that's playing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
3: grab...
2: yeah they I'm have like four bit. four types of jerseys now. Yeah. That well, they're they're finding ways to do it even. Even NHL is doing it with these ugly ass jerseys, but...
1: Yeah, man. Half the league struck out on these retro, reverse retro jerseys.
2: Yeah. Just just not worth... Because I think early on, when they did this whole outdoor series, those jerseys were, were pretty nice. Like, when they released that, they actually had a presser and all that. People, people just said, yeah, it's a nice design or not. And nowadays, everyone has a third team design. You know going throwback ridiculously ugly like ours no point in time to ever see gray it's kind of weird
1: yeah man i'm so pissed at ours like there's no way they should have done like the you know the 80s leafs you know the with the the shoulder patches yeah that would have been a much better look than having gray on our jersey
3: (laughs) blue and white (laughs) and gray
1: yeah, I don't I don't know. now we're starting so Tampa ripped off our colors and now we are ripping off theirs. It's add gray to our uniform.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, it looked exactly like the, the Tampa Bay jerseys, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. I I think it's a major miss and I haven't looked at the sales numbers, so I might be talking on my ass. But it's a major miss for the league to have most of the major markets, their their throwback jersey really looks like shit right now. Oh yeah.
2: Because you're asking you're asking a These original six, you know, with the tradition and the type of jersey, it's like nice and clean, clean design. Now you're telling them to kind of, okay, get with the times. I want to see some TikTok action going on or TikTok colors or whatever. Go crazy. And this is what happened. I mean, the Montreal Canadian ones, that blue
1: looks nice. Yeah, they've got one of the freshest ones, if not probably the best one in Canada right now.
2: Yeah. Like Vancouver should be rocking that. That Gucci design one, man. Oh, you the mean that skate logo? Yeah, it's so nice that Gucci went and stole it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. They they should have just kept on rocking that, but like you said, it's all obviously all about trying generating some revenue, making sure people buy the stuff. So I'm gonna see these gray jersey
1: out at like uh the Witside <laughs> store. <laughs> or oh, SVP or winners. <laughs> yeah. Like I, ri- I originally made the comment when they first came out that like half of them look like what Michael would buy from Winners in like three years for like five dollars, <laughs> like those those fake jerseys that you find at Winners or those like um, those practice jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, totally cool. see it. Yeah, like the NBA is well,
2: going out of control though. So well,
1: NBA has those um. They they have right now. They have this jersey assurance. Like I saw that ad, like the, um, the sideline ad. Yeah. That If you buy a jersey and the player gets like either signs with a new team or gets traded in 90 days, you get you get like a choice of a new team jersey or that player's new jersey for their uh, their new team.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
1: That's oh, interesting. that's nuts. That's the state of the NBA, my friends. Where everyone is moving around like crazy, you never know when someone's just going to get fed up and demand a trade.
3: So, so yeah, it's funny you said that. So I was just on TSN. So Cousins is officially not on the Rockets. <laughs> they're parting ways. So oh, it's, that's what do another... you mean? Like,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, oh so shit, the, the Cousins is gone. They're no, they're, they're gonna Houston wants to rebuild, and uh, Cousins is gone. So that sucks. That's crazy. i
2: I've, I've never seen teams do that where they just like. In the middle of a regular season, just let someone go. Oh, so you got released?
3: He got released. Yeah, he got released.
2: I guess a mutual pardon.
3: Mutual parting. Yeah, uh, which sucks for cousin. Like he was, he was good, but then yeah, fucking Achilles. What do you mean? <laughs>
2: like, I mean, his Achilles. Yeah, that pretty much ruined a lot of a lot of players,
3: except for Durant.
2: Yeah, yeah. like the, the the NBA is crazy. I don't know. Sometimes it's not worth watching, unless it's like a marquee, marquee matchup.
3: Yeah, you sometimes have to question. I don't know, like the whole Harden to the Brooklyn thing. Like you just so, you're so stacked. I don't know. Yeah. If you're a competitor, like to join two other superstars, uh, like even when LeBron joined Miami, you know he had Wade, Chris Bosh. You can argue borderline borderline superstar, right? Um, and then but like with with Nets it's like three legit superstars like uh,
1: I don't know. Do you blame him though? Cuz he was in Houston making all these complaints about how there's no team around him. Would you not expect him to go all in with his request and just go I'm just going to cut to the chase. You know why? the team that's hardest to get or, get rid of those other two players. So I know those players are going to be around for years.
2: No, you know you know why? There's like this weird obsession in the NBA to have a ring. You need to have a ring or else you haven't made it.
3: But isn't that true though for any sports you wanna you wanna get a ring? Hockey, football, baseball. I, that's got, what I can kinda
1: that. see his at Link's point. It's it's almost seems somewhat different with NBA. Like I, I know that there's so many NHL players, it's hard to win the Stanley Cup, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a number of like Hall of Fame players who didn't win, but NBA you're defined by your rings. Mm. Like that's it, the, that's the the precedent that, a guy like Michael Jordan set, right? And everyone everyone gets compared to that guy right now. Yeah. And not everyone will get there, but you want to have your name kind of somewhere on that list.
3: It, it might be because NBA players uh, in general, like they their personal brand. I think out of all the big four spur- sports, like they they focus more on their own personal brand, right? Um and having a ring does give that brand more credentials, I guess, or credibility. Right? If you think like like hoo I wonder
2: if it's at yeah. the same time and of all the sports that you can think of, there's actually NBA allows you like like a team sports set, and not talking about tennis or golfing. Yeah. You know, NBA, you can carry mm. five or four or you carry a whole mm. team to yeah. get to the top. Yeah. And, you, you know, when you retire, you want to say at least you got one ring.
3: You're right.
1: NBA right. is Versus- one of those rare sports where, well, I mean, out of, the, out of the, the the big four sports in North America, it's the only sport where literally the player is visible. Other sports, they're, oh, you're always wearing a helmet. Like no one can see you. This sport, your brand is your face, but also like your ability to play and your ability to win and carry a team mm-hmm. like it's that mm-hmm. whole um exactly. package along with like advertisements and all that so it's it is a star driven sport there's no way around it, and your playing time is probably highest out of any sport when you think about it, right like
3: yeah, you can play the whole you're game. on
1: offense and defense the entire game mm-hmm. or like you know if you're a star, maybe what like sixty percent of the game, seventy percent of the game,
3: yeah. Yeah, you can play the whole game if you wanted to, right? Whereas hockey, what, half a game max, 30 minutes like, right? So yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 30 minutes is insane. Yeah, so,
1: Except yeah. for the goalie, but you, no one can see your face. <laughs> yeah. You get like baseball
2: where you might be a superstar, and that's like another sport that's doing it, right? Like where they're stacking, pretty much stacking superstars and making runs at the title, and that's how you do it. But at the end of the day, it's still not like one pro- one player can't affect it. Like the pitching, yeah. you can be a pitcher, but you can only start, you know, so many games before your arms blow out.
3: Yeah, yeah. But back to the Harden thing, right? Like, I feel that there will always be an asterisk, even if he wins a ring. Like, for me, Durant, yes, he got two rings of Golden State, but it's always going to be an asterisk. Like, you had Curry, Thompson... Uh, and, and green oh yeah, okay, fine right, yeah. like it's, okay, it's, it's, it's it's stacked- like LeBron as well in those Miami years, you were just stacked, and you still lost to yep. like you know Dallas, right, so yeah,
2: every single time LeBron won, his team is stacked it's the most stacked team in the fucking East,
3: well, he was playing in the east too, so it's like, come on, <laughs> now, anyways don't, I don't want to bash Lebron, but what I'm saying is even if Harden <laughs> wins a ring now, it's like. It's an asterisk that you're supposed to win. No.
2: But, like, in the future, like, in the present moment, sure. But in the future, no one would know about this shit. I
3: don't know. I don't know if people. Unless
1: you're, like, a hardcore, hardcore fan. So you have to watch those documentaries on, like, how did this championship team come about? And then you find out, oh, he got traded there.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. Mm, That's true. Cause like in 30, like thirty forty years from now, people won't know Jordan. They'll just know LeBron as the GOAT. Kind yeah. Of okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. They, they only know that you got chip, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair.
2: Can you imagine shit getting even more like better? <laughs> like when you first started with like NBA, I think we had this talk, or I had, actually both of you guys were on that group chat chill day. I said, do you think? Us, with how we know how to play basketball, we can beat the first people that ever played basketball.
1: Oh, you mean the people that play with the peach basket that had to have that guy in the lab? No, no, no,
2: like the the professional (laughs) Like the professional (laughs) (laughs) league.
1: Oh, well, that's a different situation then. Like a
2: 1960s basketball team. Do you think you can take, like, you know, just us pick up all the basketball, go and take them? like we might not win but we'll put up a better fight
3: are you saying like we knowing what we know of today's game and they yeah. wouldn't know and it's like we wouldn't rules. know pick and roll and all that yeah and they wouldn't No, and we could shoot better i we, think
2: honestly we might be able to shoot better than their best well not their best shooter but like their average shooter
3: yes with that assumption if they don't know how to to play with in today's game then yes
2: Right.
1: we have to yeah. go back far enough that the league was like mostly white and then yeah. I think and we're the, good.
3: Yeah, and they don't know how to dribble. They just do two dribbles and they pass right away. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: you're not you're not allowed to dunk. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah, there right. even like a three point line back then? No, no, no. No. Like, you think, do
2: you think you can break
1: a lot of people's ankles there? Yeah, in, the, in so, the beginning. Do they get today's technology? Now this is an interesting like uh discussion. Do they get like Modern shoes and all that stuff. Or do they no, have they, to wear their 1960s clogs <laughs> or <whatever>? Converse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure, there's going to be a lot of broken ankles on their side. I've got today's technology.
3: Yeah, today's technology, today's knowledge of the game, today's tactics. Yeah, wee. Oui, oui. wee
1: they will look at you like you're from outer space showing up in your Jordans like what is that on your feet what are those yeah
2: Yeah. so then you then you take it to their level like you have these players professional players these these days they're crazy man like the ability to shoot and almost like drop in the bucket if no one's there don't you think don't you wonder like what will it be like in another 20 years like shit's gonna be so fast
1: what you mean like today with their field goal percentages being so good they know they can jack up that shot and hit it like almost perfectly with no rim yeah and you know will we reach kind of i think we're probably going to reach some sort of plateau like already the game has evolved to the point where you know taking a three like almost all your players can shoot from the three-point line now and like that that part of the game is dominating at this point It used to be hard, right? It used to be hard to, like, hit a three. You used to not want to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Analytics came in, told you an extra point is worth the extra risk. The risk of missing.
1: Yeah, but now teams are, like, traditionally now going a little bit smaller. So they're playing Mm -hmm. more of a small game. You know, like, even the Raptors don't really have a true big man. Banes don't count. Um, But... Do you... Do you think
2: it's just more so like because these bigger players just can't keep up with like these average? Like 20 years ago, you won't see some of these point guards, right? Like, Like they're too small, they're you know not athletic enough, but like now all these people are coming up, they're just dominating them up to a point where you know they can't use their physical abilities like advantages.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's a guard-driven league now. Um, the bigs needs to shoot the three like beat. otherwise, you're not gonna do shit. So,
1: yeah, will we be seeing a new breed of like bigger defensive players? Because you know, players that are known for their their defensive notoriety, guy like Gasol. I watched Gasol play the other night, and yeah, he guy can barely the guy can't jump. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not looking good. I don't know if players like that are still going to be like no, pumped up so. and produced, right?
3: No, I don't
2: think you got to so. be
1: able to, to play on both sides of the ball.
3: Yeah, exactly. You
2: but there there's true. like such a big in or like point of diminishing return with size. Like you have these big men. they they can move and all that shit, but their ankles can't handle that. Up to a certain point. You can only be a big man with, like, the mobility to keep up with all these, like, you know, super speed
1: players. Yeah, you want those big men to have a nice, lengthy career. And it's just, you know, the size of their frame works against them in a lot of ways, too. Um, So you, you might start seeing smaller guys, you know, dominating. You know, I look at, and I haven't seen him play too much, just a little, you know, caveat there. But a guy like Zion Williamson. Guy is, guy looks like an athlete, but like fuck to move that frame around must be crazy.
3: There was yeah. a, a a shot of him actually out jumping Dwight Howard. That's how crazy it was, like grabbing a rebound. Like he he actually beat Dwight Howard, right? Like yeah, that guy's crazy.
2: Yeah, when you look at a guy with his frame, you wonder how how long can how mm-hmm. much can his body take, man?
3: Yeah, I'm worried because <laughs> I have him on my fantasy. <laughs>
1: Him blowing out like his entire shoe is no joke, man. (laughs) It's
2: crazy, right? Like, like speaking, going back to the age thing, it's just like us jumping up, and you realize, yo, you can't be taken off. You hear about people trying to do shit in their forties, and shit just explodes. Every time I jump up, I'm scared.
3: Yeah, I'm no athlete. Um, uh, If my Achilles go, I don't have the resources to heal properly. It's gonna be a long. I don't have rehab. You gotta yeah.
2: just break your other Achilles. <laughs> so then you used to have a limp, but now both legs are limping. Are you really yeah. limping?
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No more jumping around, man. But like
2: that—that's why it's—that's why we're bringing you on because we want to talk about that—that that piece where you're Draymond Green. I'll add it in here.
0: Um, I would like to talk about something that's really bothering me, and uh, it's the treatment of players in this league. To to watch Andre Drummond before the game uh, sit on the sideline, then go to the bat, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bull. Because when James Harden asks for a trade and – Essentially dogged it. I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer and he's not good in someone's locker room, and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game, and we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player, but teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you and yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a a team can say they're trading you, and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional, and if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, a hundred thousand dollars or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond's getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly, and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, Oh, my mental health is off. Everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, to help your team win. Do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? But as players, we're told to, ah, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can. It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, Oh, man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations, and it's ridiculous, and I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Or-
1: yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, it's it, he's, he's laying out kind of the double standard where, like, an owner can say, like, just like, you know, we talked about uh, Cousins earlier, the owner can say, we're done with you. Come up publicly, like bash you, talk about how they're benching you, not playing you, or they're sitting you for a trade. And then you're supposed to be okay with that. And the players are supposed to be okay with that versus like a player who wants to be traded. You know, it's not working out for one way or another. Could be legit reasons. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And he's not allowed to say anything. We're going to fine you. Like they vilify you in the media, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of an unfair double standard that he brings up.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, I I I heard that clip and I was thinking about it too. So first of all, like I think, like for example, Andre Drummond in, in Cleveland, right? The team should not be um, telling him that he's not gonna play, but then still make him sit at the, on the bench in street clothes when he's perfectly healthy. Like that's just embarrassing him, right? So, so I think that's wrong. But is it really embarrassing though? Like. For him, for, like he's, he's an all star, right? He is still an all star. Um, yeah. And so I think if the team wants to trade someone, then tell them to go home and just stay home. And that's what Detroit's doing. And I think that's fine, right? So, so I think that piece is okay. But in yeah. terms of like the whole, and I don't know if this is going to come up wrong, right? But when, a, when a, it's a billionaire versus a millionaire game. So the millionaires are always going to lose, which is the players. When a player signs a contract with the team, and do challenge me if you think my thinking is wrong, they're signing for five or six years um, for X, million, X amount of dollars, right? Like they and sold their life? Exactly. More or less, right? Like you, They're signing um, that contract to that team, and as part of that contract, unless there's a no-trade clause, the team has a right to trade you or not, Right. Versus and but the contract does not state that the player can request to leave whenever. Like to me, it's in exchange for the the, the amount of dollars you do give up the right out to the team uh, to move you wherever they want. So if they and want to, to go ahead, Dan.
1: Yeah, and to do whatever they kind of want. So if they don't, if you don't fit in the lineup anymore, they don't want to play you. They don't have to play you. Yeah, like
3: the sounds what if they're bad. They're sending a message. The sounds bad. But, not, but when you sign a the contract. You're an asset to the team, like it's an asset,
2: right? You're either protecting their asset.
3: Yeah, right. So the team has every right, in my opinion, to trade an asset for another asset. Now the issue is when Harden wants to leave, when a player wants to leave, it's the other way around. So does the player have a right? Like once they commit to you, they sign a contract that's supposed to be a commitment. Mm -hmm. Is that
1: right? uh, It gets dicey because you look at a player. And certainly you're right about the, the uh, GM or owner or the team management. They sign an asset, but that asset also is not like a machine, right, where that machine is going to work all the time. If you know how it's going to work, uh, et cetera. This is an a NBA player or professional athlete. If they want to mail it in, play like shit, they can, they can do it. You can't necessarily spot that and say, oh, this person's intentionally tanking because it's not that easy to find, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, so it goes to, to the players' integrity and professionalism. You're right; they can just, you know, dog it. Um, but then it's like, if you guys, if they if they want more more freedom, then do what LeBron and Kawhi is doing, right? Sign the one plus ones. They, you give up the stability or, or the, you know. But um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm on the team side <laughs> now, but you're on, on the, the team side me. now. I don't know. Uh, it's just, you sign a contract. You know what you're getting into. You're signing six years of your life to play for this team, and they have the right to move you if they want or send you. you home. You know
2: what? With the amount of money that they're making, it is like yeah, it is almost like the team side. By what I mean, it's like it's almost like those games that we always pay, play. It's like at one point in time, there's gonna be a price where you're willing to do something. Mm-hmm. Like if we were like saying like if you have to suck a dick. You would be like, you won't suck it for a hundred bucks. You won't suck it for a thousand bucks. What's your price? But when someone's <laughs> dropping a ten million for
3: you, and, uh, <laughs> see, uh, is that your price? Is that what you're saying? Ten mil, ten, 10 mil, mil yeah, for like, you. Okay. okay, everyone. But everyone, everyone will suck that a you dick for ten mil.
2: No, no. But like everyone would have would know that you suck a dick. Like, what is the price at that point in time? <clears throat> that you just throw it out. It's like don't care. There's everyone. Everyone. Right? Like, yeah. W-
3: would people know that you suck the dick though?
2: Yeah. Well, we're, we're putting it in terms of like like an NBA contract rate. Like, th- these guys are signing $40 million a year. This isn't fucking millionaire. <laughs> They're like multi millionaire, like in the hundred millions. That shit's like setting up your entire, entire family. Yeah. You, you know how to spend it. Yeah. You can almost become like, you can just become royalty yourself. Mm-hmm. That's some fucking crazy money.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: So, like, for them to have to go and fulfill that commitment, I feel like that's that should be their their minimum. Like, if it means, yeah, if they're they're sending out a message to the rest of the league, like, yeah, we're trading him because we're planning
3: to rebuild. That's how I take it. Yeah, uh, not there to embarrass him. Exactly right. But when I don't like so, yeah, so I, I don't like it when when players sign a long term contract, shit goes, you know, down the drain. You're not happy, and suddenly you just like. Not showing up to, to training camps, showing up out of shape, you know, partying. Like, that's just yeah. not professional,
1: right? Looking at James Harden, like, two nights before his trade, that belly.
3: The belly, right? <laughs> like, if the team is doing shit, the team will <coughs> trade you eventually, anyways, because they're going to rebuild. So, yeah. do it just in a graceful way. Yeah, well, I don't know.
1: You know, one of these things is that, you know, I was looking at, um, like, the top five failed free agent signings in NHL. Um, some of the, like for example, Ilya Kovalchuk, he signed what 15 years for like um, New Jersey, and he mm-hmm. pieced out after like two three years, but like he left them in like a hole in terms of, like they didn't have to pay him,
4: mm-hmm. but
1: like I think his decision screwed their franchise up for like several years after that, right? They pretty much what never really been the same since yeah, yeah. like that contract because you gave up on so many other things. Uh, to sign this guy during uh those few seasons, right? Like he was taking up that cap, you couldn't make other moves. All of a sudden he pieces out, you don't gotta sign you don't gonna pay him, but like now you're kinda set behind, right? You missed out on maybe some other marquee names. It it sets your franchise back. Um like players do have the abilities to do that kind of thing with their like trade demands or just just leaving, basically like what he did. Yeah, but it's almost like a
2: you know You help me out, I help you out situation there, kind of thing, right? You know, if you don't want to go and fulfill this contract, you're gonna fuck up this entire team, and that's just just gonna make you look bad. But at the same time, you also don't get that money.
3: Yeah, Devils are dumb to give a 17 year contract to begin with, so they they deserve getting fucked. (laughs) Come on, 17 year contract. Come on, when did he sign it? He signed it when he was what? Like thirty? No they? man.
1: No, he signed it. Like I think he was in Atlanta for a couple years or a few years. He's really he was probably one of the premier players in the game.
2: Agreed. too.
1: And they gave him like fifteen years.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Right. You know Just what? They got one. They got one finals appearance. If they won
1: it, is it worth it? It would have been maybe different for him. He might have stuck around.
3: Yeah, I, I think sure, if you win a chip, you, it's worth it. But So, he joined the Devils when he was 27. So, that 17-year contract goes all the way to 44.
1: 44?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Was it 17 years?
3: The the one I see on ESPN, he he signed it on 17. He signed 17 years. So, what? 100 million.
2: Now that you're going through everything that you're going through, like, uh, with our age and stuff, when you see someone old doing their shit, are you that much more impressed? Should I be happy that Tom Brady's doing well? Uh,
3: I think Tom Brady is like, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what he did in the Super Bowl was amazing. He's like, what? He's like 50, 60 years old now. He's been in like 20% of all the Super Bowls. That's crazy.
2: Okay. If someone was like Peyton Manning that did it, would he get way more love for the GOAT?
3: So you think? it. Manning won more Super Bowls?
2: Like if you swap their winning situation if Peyton Manning had like 7 rings instead of his 2
4: Uh huh
1: yeah. Manning more love. would be the GOAT yeah. yeah, I think it's a bit different No no would he get more Man- GOAT like lovers yeah, Manning was playing out in like Denver like I think it's a bit but different His best years were like the Colts year yeah. or oh, the Colts, like you're either pink in Denver or Indianapolis. Tom Brady is in Boston, like that Eastern market, like large, like fan base market, like they pump his tires like crazy out there. Cause you know, it's, it's basically, it's the new England Patriots. Right. And you know, he combined with that all-star coach to Belichick. It's just, um, I think it's completely different. I don't think Manning would uh, get that kind of admiration.
3: If Manning won seven really? Super Bowls, though?
2: Like, as in, like, yeah, pe- I know, you man. know how people have this discussion about, like, there's LeBron lovers, right? And then there's, like, LeBron haters. There's always the detractors. I'm just saying, do you think if Peyton Manning had the seven rings, he would have way less detractors for the yeah. GOAT status?
3: Hell yeah. Hell
2: yeah, if you had seven rings? Hell yeah. But why? So. Is it just a person? Is this just like the way he is?
3: No, it's because he performs really well in the regular season, uh, but always f- comes short in the playoffs. He, always, he only has what like chip. No, but I'm
2: just saying, like you know, there will be less people that deny that he's like a, the greatest of all time, right? Because like Tom Brady is most likely probably the greatest football player of all time. Yeah, and but there's still gonna be people that you know talk about all these scandals. You know, like the Flake Gate or some shit like that, mm-hmm. or how Belichick had recorded like um, one of the practices, so they knew every single play that they're gonna run, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, every there's always people with cases or examples to kind of say, "Here's the reason why some of these
1: rings are not legitimate." That's true. Yeah, I mean he's point. on a he's on a team that people love to hate, mm-hmm. right? But you know, the fact that he won most of his championships in the modern era kind of makes him a bit of a target because now everyone has a voice to like shit on. Him. And like the, the, the football fans are the most rabid fans out of any like sports fans. You got bills yeah. fans throwing themselves through tables every day or every weekend or whatever. It, it's, it's kind of crazy. And it's so like, um, I don't know. You get fired up when your team it's like, like I think we talked about this before. Like you're playing one game a week right? You're, you're looking forward to that game all week. It's against yeah. your rival. It's just that rivalry gets built up. You fucking hate that other team, right? And there's a lot of, probably a lot of Brady haters. Anyone who is a fan of like the Bills or the Dolphins or the Jets, like they hate Tom Brady with a passion. Those are like major, like, well not Buffalo, but like major like metropolitan bases, right?
2: Yeah. But is there ever like a GOAT? Where you're watching it, and you're just like, "Damn, you you appreciate that greatness." Because like LeBron, every time I watch LeBron, I'm like, "Ah, fuck this dude."
3: Yeah, it's only Jordan for me. Like I remember, I remember watching Jordan when I was young still, when he when he was still with the Bulls. Like it's like, damn, no one no one's touching the Bulls.
2: Yo, but the funniest ass thing is when I watched Jordan for the first time in my life. It was when the Raptors played him. And we it was that year that the shittiest Raptor team. Oliver Miller, was one, yo, was one of the one that beat <laughs> yeah. that, that like gave them a loss, man. <laughs> yeah, they had like what
3: nine losses that year, and we, we
1: gave yeah them like one or two. <laughs> I remember, remember that. watching that. But yo, I think we that, won a we won a championship, and we're still talking about that. There's still like commercials for that. Yeah, yeah, highlights <laughs> of
3: the franchise, right? Yeah. people. I read an article somewhere. They're saying a lot of players that come to Toronto because of the nightlife here right it's a little bit different it's it's, it's a big city as well so they tend to party hard the night before the games so they're saying you know Bulls were one of those teams and they just didn't give a shit so yeah
2: probably went to brass rails (laughs) yeah exactly right (laughs) can you imagine the life you get to have back in the day like i think that that would have been the best time like you don't the only issue is you're not making the best money you're not making like the 10 million dollars a year 20 million dollars a year but you get all that privacy but you still get good money that you're gonna live comfortably your kids will live comfortably yeah man yeah Yeah, you
1: had all that privacy no one's around the corner with a cell phone camera recording you like all the time these guys likely drank and smoked like in the locker room yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's what Jordan did right
3: or Rodman just goes to uh, to Vegas in the middle of the season. Like I I, I watched
1: the yeah, like, stand no away. one knows it's about the WTF. it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, like a couple they games lie. off, we like, go to Vegas. These days, it would be a huge scandal. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Different. Remember yeah. those couple of years ago? They were saying how these guys were like the Raptors were out at like Atlanta, but they were in a casino or some shit <laughs> at like three in the morning.
3: Yeah. 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 I yeah. I remember
2: that. Yeah, it's That's like true. they're like, shouldn't they be sleeping? I'm like. The thing is, it's known that these guys stay up late. That's why there's like that whole Toronto nightlife scene where it's like after hours. Uh-huh. And it's just like those like underground thing that you need to know the people to go in there. And they just go there to drink and shit.
3: Yeah, come to Toronto, you have Drake bringing you around, right? Like that's going to be a party.
2: <laughs> so. It must be the gayest time when you hang out with Drake. The more I watch and listen to him, I'm like, it must be so gay.
1: I wonder Just hanging
2: how, out in that mansion with a bunch I of wonder dudes. how
1: he is. Like you get the impression that Drake is kinda like nerdy but like kind of a fake gangster. But that guy's name is behind so many hits right now. Mm. And yeah. he has some trouble surrounding his name. I mean, I don't think there's any bodies any body <laughs> counts, but his name is not necessarily a good word out there, you know what I mean? Like trouble somewhat follows him. Um, Are you saying like gang violence? Uh not necessarily, but you know, some of the antics that, that get that uh occur while he is out, right? I mean some of it might be fights or whatever, like you know, I talked to somebody who, who works security at a place and like Drake rolled through and they always have to be on like on alert for something happening. I'm not saying necessarily what happened. Yeah yeah yeah, I do wonder what it's like to like live with a dude. Or be
2: around that guy.
1: That guy's basically your provider. Like, you are the dick rider of Drake. And he is just providing you with everything.
2: He <laughs> just went around a big circle. Yeah, that's essentially how much money are you willing to accept where you just go and chill with Drake all day.
1: You gotta at least pretend that he chose you. <laughs> and not the other way around, you're not a leech that's like stuck to him.
2: Yeah. Honestly, these gangsters in every single music video is like I don't know. I just assume they're they're real gangsters or whatever. You ca- you can't buy a bunch of extras that look so hard.
1: You gotta get those people who wanted to be on the wire but didn't make it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now I just think about all of, all those like Cantonese gangster movies that I ever watched. I'm like if gangs were to fight each other, it would be kind of funny seeing seeing that scene. Like you got like the New Jersey mafia crew. They're all big and fat. Then you have Chinese triads. They're all just high school kids.
1: <laughs> you got to wait and see who's going to pick up the but- the butcher knife first. It's just one of those, like, crazy... (laughs) random... You just pick up a random object and start fighting with it. (laughs) Yeah, man. I think it's, like... As time
2: goes by, you realize... These gangsters have levels and and, and shit. (laughs) But I guess, like, there's probably, like, these
1: different ones in, in Toronto
2: that we've never seen before. Yeah, I don't know
1: too much about, like you know Canadian gangs, Toronto gangs, but like watching the historical um or stuff that's kind of based on real life or based on historical events is pretty interesting. Like these Italian mob like hierarchies, like who's crime families and the crime bosses and like the way like all these organizations work is kind of interesting. Um I don't know the level of organization they have in, like, a city like Toronto and, like, what the hell do they even do here? (laughs) Like, what are they smuggling? What is their business? Yeah, that's true. I figure they're in the construction business like crazy. Are you hinting at something? I I don't know. Um, But, you know, Toronto has all these cranes in the sky. You know the mafia has to be, like, kind of into it somehow.
2: They, you don't think it could be It can be other gangs running into place
1: I don't know But You know They probably have their hands In all these Like public infrastructure projects I know like The premier wants to build Another 401 <laughs> I know <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> He wants to build Another 401 Because the original 401 is like Jam packed every day So and You, you know mean the 407 So it's gonna be
2: Further north I don't even know Where they're gonna put it man and bulldoze people's house that's crazy once you go up to a certain road
1: into the country road you can just go at 100 anyways yeah pretty much I don't know but you know the mob is going to make some money off that for sure like even COVID vaccines I have in my mind that they're somehow like involved in that but, like you see You're all the and they're probably transporting that shit yeah, shipment went missing. We, don't know, we don't know what happened
3: <laughs> yeah, It's probably easier to go through, yeah. the, through the mob to distribute that
1: vaccine it's
2: probably quicker yeah yeah but yeah (laughs) i i have american contractors and they're old enough to be uh taking vaccines again and jump in line for the vaccines and yeah that they're i don't know why they don't they just don't take like a sick day but they'll just call in and just tell us that they're dying that's you know, they're they're gonna make it, but they're like, I feel like I'm dying right now. It's <laughs> like yeah they took the vaccine. Oh,
1: that is kind of scary. Yeah, that's scary. But you gotta make sure you track their personality change. If you need to take advantage of them while they're in this state, then you can do that as well. Yeah,
2: yeah we With, were agree we we're- <laughs> like,
1: we negotiated a lower rate. You signed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall anything that happened. (laughs) Your name right here is that your name? (laughs) (laughs) So like
3: like I I was preparing for the worst when the vaccine start rolling out. Worst meaning like man, is this really how the the zombie (laughs) the zombie story starts? Right? Like I was really preparing for the worst. You're
2: playing Uh, the Resident Evil.
3: Yeah, like shit, like what the fuck am I gonna do? Go to the police station, start getting some guns like yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're talking
2: about like a like a zombie apocalypse what's your like thing to do
3: yeah what that's would you true. do in a zombie apocalypse like if, if there started an outbreak right well, what, what, what would your first action be like would you try to gather the people you know that's still like unaffected and form a band go get some weapons I, and just go north or what
2: i guess i would send it out in the group chat just to drop on like hey yo Anyone here not infected?
3: Not a zombie.
1: <laughs> you're gonna get someone lying for sure. Yeah, they're you're, you're assuming sweating.
3: You're assuming zombies are like what in movies, right? Like, maybe they're smart zombies, like <laughs> they can type WhatsApp and all that.
0: Do you ever
2: watch these like like zombie movies where there's like one guy that you know is gonna be the downfall of the group, and you just wonder,
0: you're just gonna, gonna get be rid of this
2: motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Justin might be like the longest survivor because mm-hmm. he he might actually know how to like cut the kill shit.
3: I <laughs> think that's,
1: that's true. When it comes to starting a fire, we choose someone else. <laughs> <laughs> we had yeah, that like fire how- going, and now the fire's out.
2: <laughs> yeah, how long? How far can you even go?
3: The key is I got get a bunch of like machine guns and we gotta fort like go somewhere fortify that shit
1: the thing I yeah, am I realize how confrontational you are huh? is like all these like TV shows and movies usually like the protagonist usually comes upon like this band of like evil people you keep running into like enemies like I watched The Walking Dead like you're, you're yeah. constantly running into like these super villains yeah. I don't know would it be like that in real life where like you're just roaming around all of a sudden now you are engaged in combat with this other group
3: could be for fighting guess, for resources like, you, right
1: yeah that's true like do you think if
2: you're running around in a group in a cornfield away from zombies and you bump into another group like let's yeah. say after three months away from other people yeah you're gonna be as willing to
1: like open your arms and join no no, i will shank that person so the zombies can get them first yeah yeah
3: users are limited right that's why it gets really scary it's not even the zombies when like humanity just you know it's it, everyone just turns against each other that's when that's when it's really scary in my opinion
1: that will for sure happen because you remember during this early covid situation where like yeah. grocery stores every yeah. single time i went to grocery store there's two motherfuckers at each other's throat yeah like you're yeah. standing too close to me fuck you yeah. i'll stand where i want so like you're yeah. walking the wrong way up the aisle fuck yeah. you. yeah like all those like, i used to see it all the time now people kind of like, mellowed out a bit
3: yeah or motherfuckers like, like just buying up all the toilet paper. Fucking, I'm gonna wet my ass with now. My hands. <laughs> toilet paper's un- is gonna heal COVID. Damn just, it!
2: Just jump in the shower
1: at that point, man. It's not <laughs> worth dying. <laughs> just <laughs> in it's the not shower. Not <laughs> into a zombie <laughs> for it. They were saying how toilet paper flew off the shelf because it's so like big, like it's just huge, and you notice yeah. like they notice on the shelf when it's gone, so people panic bought it. That's, That's really true, the though. reason Why?
3: But wh- why? Why is toilet paper like an essential? Like, I know, like I like it's important, but like, why are people like hoarding it? Like, I just don't get the relation between uh, toilet paper and COVID.
1: I don't know if who I, thought they were we were gonna run out, right? I mean, the, everyone is, is down to like their last roll and had to like buy it immediately. Yo, but think about it, like,
3: get a bidet then. Fuck, oh,
2: we're just we're in a pandemic and we're supposed to conserve our resources but yet we're eating so much that we have to take a lot of shit
1: (laughs) yeah pretty much i mean you know people like that's the one constant in people's day people gotta shit you know that's the one thing that does not change and now since you're not going to work using their toilet now there's extra demand on your toilet so yeah (laughs) gotta have more toilet paper around
3: that is that is a good point because if we were to go to work Five days a week, we'll be shitting at work instead of at home. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You save a lot there. You save a lot. That's true. Can you Pretty imagine going mean, back to
2: buy- the office using
1: those <laughs> shitty-ass toilet paper? All oh, those those 0.5 ply. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised people haven't been jacking that from the the, the work offices, like, right when they close. Do you think you just end up bringing in your own roll of toilet paper?
2: Because you're so used to this three-ply life.
1: I can see it happening.
3: Yeah. I'm indifferent, so
1: speaking of grocery store, I was talking to Steve earlier about like I want to talk about this topic, things I don't understand. We kinda yeah. talked about it before you joined. I was gonna say I do not understand breakfast cereal. Mm. I don't understand it at all. Like why why is it a thing? Why does it exist? Like literally you're in the grocery store, that shit takes up an entire aisle. It's ridiculous. Like the amount of shelf space that they dedicate to this food like substance. It's not real. It's not real food. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, like a shower thought or like a high thought or whatever. <laughs> like, ser- breakfast cereal is dog food for people.
2: It's almost like they're training us to eat shit that are. Our- they always advertise it as in, like, you're going to get all your daily vitamins, daily fibers, and shit like that. And I think maybe that's that was the goal. Like, think about it. When we were younger, we bought into that idea. Like, we needed cereal for breakfast.
1: Yeah, it was, like, the default option. And you had all this choice and selection. Like, literally, maybe you can go to the store and get, like, you know, two types of carrots two types of lettuce or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you go to, like, the grocery, the cereal aisle, and there's literally 50 or 60 different, like, combinations of, like, different cereals. It's insane the variety that they kind of push on you. And, like, you think about it, when you look at, like, a a video of, like, farmers, like, feeding a farm animal, they're, like, pouring all those, like, food scraps, and they're, like, throwing, like, sour milk on, like, that trough. Mm -hmm and then feeding those pigs, that is exactly what we were eating. It looks exactly like that. A bit of an upgrade, right? It's not like sour milk and shit, but it's more or less the same thing. We're basically eating animal feed every day. Yeah, that's true. I haven't eaten it in, like, years, but, I mean, the way they're pumping and promoting it, and the, the shelf space that it takes is just to me it doesn't make any sense at all. That's one thing in life that I kinda I don't understand at all. Do you think it's almost cause like there's always a abundant of wheat
2: and grains that they just find ways to use these like the products of it or like the byproduct of it?
1: I think more or less some some in some aspects you have to, right? Because the government subsidized these farmers to just keep growing wheat and at some point there's like probably a lot of waste right so they keep pumping out this like these cereal like all these like wonder bread and all that kind of stuff just dominating the shelf space in the store you think about all yeah. like, the packaged processed food that's dominating the grocery store it's like what maybe 70% of the entire grocery store that's just like bullshit i would probably say 20% of it if you really think
2: about it it's really just the meat and then sometimes you don't have like a fresh meat market or whatever then yeah. you just have like the pre-packaged meats and then produce that's pretty much it everything else is just kind of like a f-
1: end product yeah i mean you got some canned vegetables and maybe some other decent stuff like dairy if that's your pleasure or whatever but for the most part all the rest of it is like you got a whole aisle for condiments like, you got a whole aisle for potato chips and soda. It, it's kind of, like, there's literally a whole like a whole aisle for frozen pizzas. It's crazy. Do you feel lucky to have all this variety, all this choice? Maybe lucky to have the choice, like the freedom to be able to choose, right? A lot of people don't have that, um, but... Think about that freedom. If there was a lot more of the good stuff that that was being pushed towards you instead of like all that garbage, because like if you go to the grocery store, it's so hard to like resist sometimes buying all the, all that trash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Especially when you're hungry and you go there,
2: you yeah. just think like this would be amazing.
1: Yeah, you you kind of get over you override your better judgment. You see that sale price, the the big yellow sticker, like you're sold already <laughs> on it. All of a sudden, now you're eating Pizza Pockets, man. Like, throw back to your, like, when you were eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just
2: thinking as a, as a guy, I'm just thinking how simple it would be if we didn't have so many damn choices like ketchup. I don't need so many selection. Just give me, like, the best. That's it. Just, as a store, you should only carry the best. <laughs> I've come here. Like, you go to No Frills, you just go... This is my price point. Give me what I can get at this price point. If I really want the fancy shit, then, you know, I'll go to,
1: what, like, Loblaws or Sobeys or something yeah. like Longos. Uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That kind of brings me to, like, this other point. I don't want to dominate, but, you know, you two have been watching a lot of sports lately. You guys have probably seen the commercials. I'm like, why, why does No Frills have to have a commercial? And now I see, like, Food Basics is having a commercial. Like, literally, they are cheap-ass grocery stores. We know why we're there. We don't need to be sold on it. We're already there, right? Who they're hasn't heard of just, it? Yo,
2: they're trying to, to, to sell it to us like it's cool to shop at no frills. And I always thought, like, why is it uncool? <laughs> like, I'm just getting the same shit
1: for less. Like,
2: <laughs> <cool>.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, they have all these these anime, like, commercials all these, like, cartoons and stuff. Now they're trying to appeal to the younger generation. It's like, where were they? Yeah. Where are they buying groceries now? They need to be sold in that shit. I don't even know.
3: It could be the, yeah. the younger generation, or they're buying groceries online more. Maybe that's why. I don't know. So they're trying to attract a new generation into the actual store experience? Maybe, yeah, I don't know.
2: I, I've never actually used, like, these grocery stores yeah. pickup
1: thing, so I don't know, like, how it is.
3: Yeah, the quality, I've, you don't know, right? Yeah, I've tried quality.
1: it. I haven't liked it. Like you know, in some cases they they choose something that you don't want, um, yeah. or like it's not the right quality or whatever.
3: Use right. a brown banana. Yeah,
1: yeah. sometimes I, I use it and it's good. I think Walmart's is pretty good. Yeah, like um, you know, PC Express is all right, but you know, they open it up to everyone. You couldn't get a slot earlier last year. Okay, I don't know. I, I just yeah, the whole quality.
2: And being able to see it. And sometimes it's like when you order. Produce. When they give you like the weight of shit. I'm like I don't know what weight looks like. I need to physically see. I just need two peppers. I don't know how much. Two peppers weigh. I I guess they'll sell it by each. But you know. Still when you bring up like. You know what. I don't need a bag of potatoes. You buy four, four potatoes. And it turns out to be like six bucks. Because
1: potatoes are heavy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Then you're like, and thinking, you can, fuck. I could have bought, bought a whole three, lot. You could have bought three 10 pound bags. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. No, and also the issue is like, because I'm Chinese, right? I need my damn. Uh, they don't sell damn like gai lan or like pork liver <laughs> in these Western <laughs> supermarkets, right? So, uh, yeah, that's also the issue. I would not go online shopping for groceries. i think
2: Besco Besco does uh chinese shit uh like curb curbside pickup oh, okay. i've seen it it's kind of crazy it's like they have all these like they have people just walking around the entire store just picking up groceries and i can see because they have a paper and they're walking around just checking off each shit throwing oh, right. it into those shopping basket and just slide it out and then people are supposed to just call and then they figure it out it's just a very manual process
3: Yeah, i think derek did that actually derek or someone else did that I wouldn't mind doing that, too, as a side hustle. That no, <laughs> Uber Eats. I, I really wanted to do Uber Eats. Have you signed up for Uber Eats yet? I I did. I just need to get, like, validated. I think I'd get, I have to bring in my car for them to inspect. back. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty They're cool. They're just going to
2: be like, this motherfucker is going to spill everything. <laughs> <laughs> He has got a speed at every single chance possible <laughs> yeah we're gonna be some... tracking
1: your icon on the app and the app is <laughs> the icon is just driving around in circles
3: yeah um, or where someone from brampton is like ordering shit from here and then have to like pick it up here and go all the way to brampton like,
1: i would okay. imagine you would have a crazy delivery fee yeah Oh, true. Sure.
3: It's by distance as well, right? But
1: yeah. how would you deal with the people who don't tip well? I know there's a lot of people. If you get any of those like red flag deals, people who tip you one penny, Wait, do you do you go in there well. thinking that you're gonna get tips? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. See, this is then he'll be a happy guy when he gets a tip. That's interesting. A lot of people like depend on that. Those well, tips.
3: True. I'm doing because I just want to check out more restaurants, like new restaurants around the area. Plus, when you have nothing you, to do, you just want to cruise. Wait, what are you, man, are like, you
1: eating the food out? before <laughs> delivering it? Yeah, huh? I was going to ask. What? What, are you going to eat, sample the food? No,
3: no, but, like, find out, oh, there's this, there's this joint here that i never seen Can't before. can just
1: use the app and cut the middleman? <laughs> just, like, browse the app?
3: Yeah, that's true, too. But yeah, yeah. Dude,
1: this, this leads me to suspicion that the driver eats the food. <laughs> Yo, it's a little messy yeah you kind of expect it because like it's, it's being delivered <laughs> yeah because sometimes you get the bag and it's tied like crazy tight and stuff you knew that the driver couldn't like get into it but other yeah, times yeah. you kind of wonder did this that's driver true. dip yeah. into this food yeah
3: like McDonald's like that that and those fries that's true
2: inconsistent actually yeah I imagine there's like some a lot of sketchy you know uber drivers out there but hmm. well, not sketchy in a bad way but just sketchy as in like you know what fuck it i'm just going to have a fry
1: yeah <laughs> it's too easy i mean but they do put that sticker on the bag so i'm wondering if that like they can't just rip that sticker off
2: but dude that's like sometimes when you unbox something and you don't want to ruin it and you slowly rip off that sticker
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe i tend to go pick up though like for whatever i can so i don't get the don't get it delivered yeah I Because I got to pay too. Delivery fee Plus service fee Plus tip And I'm like Ah fuck Like that just It's like 50% of the meal Right there
3: Sometimes you're just Too lazy Especially during COVID Just too lazy Don't want to move
1: What else are you doing At home
3: That's the issue Like you're just so lazy At home You just don't want to go out Sometimes
1: Very rare That I actually Like will pay yeah. some guy To come Unless I like have company Which I'm not allowed to have So Hmm I would do it
2: only if my company's paying for it like not my friends or whatever but as in, like my work. Yeah. Is that like, you you want to do what? Oh, pay for lunch, okay. But but then they only give you like a certain amount and you realize all the fees that goes in, that's involved in it and you're like shit. I can just only get a normal thing. <laughs> you can get, get a big mac. <laughs> get one yeah, bag <laughs> one bag of chips. One bag of
3: chips.
2: But yeah, like the amount of like food that we get around here is already pretty good i just think if i ever bought a house out east because it's like a little bit cheaper i'll be i'll be i'll be stuck just eating like east gta food
1: picker and ajax i don't know what what there is like tim horns mcdonald's you might get like the lower quality of every single like ethnic food Like, here, like, in Scarborough or whatever, Markham, it's pretty good. You get some good, like, representation. Like, here's my my East Asians, my South Asians, like, other types of food. Out there, you get, like, the people who could not afford to open a restaurant in, like, prime (laughs) areas. So they went out to, like, the boonies, and you were getting that that inferior, like... (laughs) You might might run across a gem.
2: But but, but the thing is, it's like... (laughs) Everything out there would be, you know, it's going to be bad and you just do it anyways because you don't want to spend all that cash just to go all the way out to like Markham for delivery or pickup.
1: Yeah. You kind of just go with it and roll the dice and see what happens. Like usually you end up far enough. The only Chinese restaurant is named Chinese restaurant. Can you just go in there (laughs) and you roll the dice and and see what they got? Right. Chinese walk. It's the most Chinese like font.
2: Talking about <laughs> like uh, stereotypical shit. Do Asian people get annoyed or offended when you see Asian noodle fonts?
3: Oh, I just got that. Asian noodle fonts. <laughs> uh, I don't. Should we be um, offended? I, I, I would not go into the restaurant, but I wouldn't be offended.
2: But it's like that, there's like this documentary that's out where they hate on Apu. Well, like as in they got Apu cancelled. Like, what's the deal uh, with Apu? And all of a sudden, I guess like growing up, you know, yeah, Apu is just like a stereotype. You know, they're, they're just making fun of like the brown person. But then they're in the media. Have you ever said like something offensive to someone in the Apu
1: accent? No. I don't think so like I I don't know uh, most normal people probably wouldn't look at that and then go and say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go make fun of some South Asian people today using that voice." <laughs> like it's just for fun as a cartoon, right? I think most people do realize that, right? But I think in the states it might be like
2: cuz where we're lucky we see a lot more, you know, mix mix in of like different races in our school system. So now we're talking about like the southern states, right? Pretty much. Uh yeah. I feel like a lot of like the US is almost like that, minus maybe maybe like
1: California. Yeah, Cali, maybe New York or whatever. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I remember I remember the Yapo um leaving the Simpsons piece. I'm trying to bring up the article.
1: Well, we have no hope for you finding that on your, <laughs> your internet's not working. <laughs> Eesh, but yeah, well like, there's a of lot of people that got
2: got offended by it. But then, you know, someone brought up a good point about how he's a guy that owns his own business, has
1: a family. You know, guy has eight kids, yo. <laughs>
2: I know. Eight I kids. mean,
1: maybe that's a bit of a stereotype, but I mean. <laughs> the guy does this thing. I mean, he's one of the more respected members of that society too. Cause society has a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And it, yeah. I think people are way too sensitive. People, okay. People are dedicated to the wrong social causes. It drives me nuts. Like, yeah. Even when you go down to this month is black history month, every single company changed their Yo, logo happy. to Africa and Africa colors or whatever. Like, what yeah. are you, what are you really doing to help? Any situation, because it doesn't really seem like you're doing anything real. You're just changing your logo. That's it. Yeah. I mean,
2: I see. There's been initiatives in, in sports league like the hockey, where it's like, predom- like predominantly white executives and behind the scene kind of upper management. You know, they make a huge story piece when there was that uh, assist- assistant GM that. You know he was black, um,
1: oh, you know the, the Florida uh, guy, right, yeah,
2: yeah, the Florida guy, and I feel like that's like the same same situation for I, I lost something uh same situation for the corporate world in this whole black history month
1: yeah, I mean at least Florida like they have something where they they promoted someone to a high position. Like, they actually had a real action because of their initiative. They're not just having, like, window dressing or whatever. They're actually making good on some sort of delivery. Like, who knows kind of why he was chosen? We like to think he was chosen based on his merit. Mm -hmm. And he just happens to be looking different than everyone else. But, you know, I look at all these companies kind of going with their diversity and inclusion and their, you know, Black History Month. Like, it just seems very... Insincere, like, you know, raising awareness and all that stuff is great to me, but I don't know, they need to be promoting what they're doing instead of just like random stories about like one employee who is like their office receptionist or something like some some random story, like maybe talk about kind of the things that you're doing within your organization and the people in, in higher positions. How would you feel if a company came to you and said that they want to profile you? For Black History Month, how much money is involved in this? I don't think you ever get money. Would I do it out of the goodness of my heart? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Would I do it? Man, am I too proud to do something like that? I, cause it's it's really not something I believe. I would probably make it really difficult on them, and they would just choose some other black person. <laughs> I would I would just talk about okay, what are you doing for real to promote like. Employees of color, blah, 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 they're executives, and they would say, never mind, we are choosing somebody else.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, at least you'll have that conversation instead of just turning it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, you should always have the conversation. Why not, right? See what's in it for you. (laughs) I
2: I guess with, with the poo thing, did you feel like I, I? I don't know. Like Steve, being Chinese as well, it's like Simpsons don't, didn't have any Chinese figures.
3: Yeah, South Park didn't. I wasn't offended, but the, like so. Here is the thing: I, I finally found like did. a statement from from the Simpsons right about the Hoa Poo thing, and and I think the statement was what was con- once considered, uh, I think like decades ago, it was applauded and accepted, but now in today's climate it's no longer acceptable right i think they're just kind of hinting the fact that people are more sensitive nowadays right like when this, the south park episode, it's like the lead on people right
2: yeah yeah we're like yeah
3: yeah south park south park they had the um there was that guy like that shitty walk thing like the city i, I was fine with oh it. Or like the Chinese, rest- shitty the, Chinese rest- <laughs> the shitty walk, right? Shitty walk. Yeah. Like I was like, sh- that was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Like I didn't, I was not offended. It was funny, right? So I don't know. Yeah, maybe people are just yeah, I, more sensitive I, about I, it
1: You know, you can't really tell people what to to do, right? I mean, all these these projects—they're just kind of art, you know. You know, people are just really sensitive about it. You know, even South Park, now they're dunking on China, like, every other episode.
3: Yeah, like, I, there's a form of entertainment. There's a form of, like, you, you shouldn't go on a street and call someone out. But, like, by the racist name or whatever, right? Like, it's different. If it's a form of entertainment, like, you just don't watch it. That's it. Ignore it, right? Is, is there, it...
2: Is that at one point in time Then it's just almost, like... Like, the Apu... Accent—it's not
1: like it's completely far off. Yeah, it's not as ridiculous maybe as it could be, right? Um, mm-hmm. They don't tend to like ham it up. They're not like doing blackface or like making him look really ignorant and stuff. Like, it's just a character. I mean, he looks a little different than everyone else, you know, sounds a little different or or whatever. But you know, they might be picking on it because you know. Uh, He's just one guy kind of in a stereotypical role. But, you know, they have, you know, a couple black characters. They got Carl and the doctor.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, Carl
1: is a degenerate, like, drunk, but at least he, like, has a (laughs) a job, right? So, you know, (laughs) black people aren't up in arms about, you know, Carl.
2: Yeah.
3: So, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's almost like the whole... You know, when you start having to delete stuff, like, even Bugs Bunny, I feel like you're not allowed to watch or, like, play some of the older episodes, like, way back in the time. Uh,
1: yeah, because Elmer like, Fudd, like, with his guns and Yosemite Sam, they like they don't have guns anymore, actually. Yeah. And then
2: I just think it, it's funny. It's almost like we're just erasing the history. Like, you know what? This is bad shit, yo. I'm just gonna take it out and pretend this never happened i guess you're not allowed to have it
1: for for entertainment yeah tastes kind of change people get more sensitive but they're sensitive about the wrong things but Um, think about these people that enjoyed this
2: entertainment are probably dying off Hmm. but wasn't that us we're not dying off yet yeah 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 but like the people that really enjoyed bugs bunny weren't us (laughs) i don't know about you like it
1: was a little older for us like the style of comedy
2: Yeah. Like, people that enjoyed that, they're probably, you know, older in their 70s, 80s.
1: Yeah. But, you know, all these things evolve, right? I mean, probably the ones that were on TV when we were kids are, like, more tame than the ones from, like, the 30s or whatever that were probably more racist. (laughs) Probably way more (laughs) racist. Um, But, yeah, I mean, times do change. Um, So, I don't know if we can sit here and reminisce and complain because probably at every era, something changed uh, to make it more tame and less violent and less racial or or whatever. Just part of evolution.
2: Yeah. We're just those old, old geezer. That's, that's talk about the good
1: old days where you're allowed (laughs) to go and make all these, you know, racial stereotypes. Can't do that anymore, man. Like, you know, you get caught, get busted. You never know like who's sensitive now. Now Have you ever gotten in an opera a situation
2: where people apologize for saying "Hey guys" in a meeting, like
1: the gender thing?
2: No, I haven't. I got one like last week where it was just like, "Hey guys, like, you know, I want to apologize. I just got to sing with saying, hey, guys,' uh, sorry if there's anyone that doesn't identify as a guy." I'm like, "What the fuck's going on <laughs> right now?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's all good. It's like, okay, I'm gonna change it to "Hey everyone." Hmm. All right, whatever, man. The thing is we're all dudes on that call
1: yeah maybe maybe that person has something to lose who knows um but i have no i have no idea about that that doesn't sound like something that i would do but you never know fast forward five years that could be any one of us you just want you want to survive out there right you got to do what you got to do yeah. especially yeah, in a work setting i think in, hey, it's better to sometimes be, i feel yeah
3: better to be careful than than sorry so
1: you got to be on your best behavior, and it fucking hurts sometimes. You just don't know.
3: You don't know, right? <laughs> Some people do care about that stuff. I don't know. Just in
1: case. Like, you never think it's going to happen to you, right? You never think, like, something you say is going to destroy you, but, you know, knowing the three of us, the things that we say to each other, the things that we say about <laughs> other people, like, one of these days oh, is going to happen man. in the office, and you're not going to know. Dude, that, that day happened. Remember,
2: like, way back in my workplace? Yeah. I think, like... I was joking with a bunch of guys in in the office and then the HR manager was sitting beside us across from the table. You know, I just think, like, if that shit happened in today's age, I would have been fucked. You'd be done, man, for sure.
1: It it wasn't like a slap on the wrist warning. Like, I don't know where they draw the line, too, because I've been in situations... I, I speak freely, you know. After you've been in a company for however long... And you get to know the people you start to get more and more relaxed yeah you know, i speak yeah. freely i've made some you know uh controversial statements before not even statements jokes like we were dividing up some work on some spreadsheet and i think like they made my color like purple i'm like oh why you got to make my color the grape color the grape flavor color <laughs> and like no well, one said that. anything Everyone just sat there silently and then they just rolled forward with the conversation and I'm like, Oh fuck and then later someone like me. they're like, Yo, I'm I'm way too white to even acknowledge what you said or to even laugh. Like, oh, like it was funny, but I can't be seen laughing at it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, at okay, least he gave I you like it. a
2: low key dab. He yeah. said like that was a good, good Yeah. One. Oh I can't believe you said that. Yeah, I mean,
3: well, I was comfortable, right? <laughs> yeah like, but people would would not know you're being um you know it's like people think you're being serious though right they don't know you i do.
1: can kind of deliver the tone but like even with the tone like delivered like the joking tone no one's allowed to laugh like no one's allowed to do anything right, or react right, right. they just sat there it's the
3: how they gonna react it's like oh ha 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 that's right
1: <laughs> it's like you think <laughs> that right
2: what can they say <laughs> oh that's hilarious that's <laughs> hilarious you know, if you ever have someone working under you again, you can always ask them if you ever prepare a report to purposely put your parts in, in purple so you can drop that line in every single meeting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Each time, just escalate it and, like, run it up. <laughs> 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 oh, that but you
2: got to make sure you're the only black guy. Actually, no, I think it would be pretty funny <laughs> if another black guy was in there.
1: Yeah. Message me on the sides. <laughs> Yo, that's not cool. That's the meaning to our people. <laughs> How can you do that? In our month, where the logo changes to Africa. <laughs> and then he says something about Wakanda. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. So guys, we are at over <laughs> an hour and a half. I think this is we'll like, yeah. the longest, <laughs> yeah. the longest ten, one in a while. Ten past Yo, we haven't but had a guest was... in a while. We're just catching up, right?
2: Yeah. It's like legit bar talk. This yeah. kind of stuff that comes through.
1: If we're getting back to our roots. You know, we got a little bit too like COVID focused and too political focus, but now all that shit. Well, I mean, one is still going. The other is kind of died down. So hopefully we can have a little bit, bit more fun and see if Steve's concept of getting that next guest will work. I doubt it
3: though. I call, I'm calling you out Justin. And for the record, right. I did ask these guys to give me a list of topics and they're like, nah, <laughs> Just, so, I think it
1: worked uh, out pretty well and we talked about a lot of stuff we wanted to talk about. So. Yeah, I was going to we'll do some research. We talked about,
2: about the stuff that, yeah. We hit on the stuff that we had to and that's pretty much it. What <laughs> do you do like, a research for?
1: <laughs> I want to be. I us, come like, prepared. to took us like percent more time. But prepare for what?
3: For all the <laughs> for, for to have a meaningful conversation. And it was well, meaningful. Well,
1: you should have prepared. I should have prepared. Now better. we're airing our grievances yeah. on the end of the podcast. <laughs> but, so yeah. Look, anyways.
3: Looking forward to the next podcast with Justin Chow
1: alright man you gotta lean on him put the All pressure right, man. On.
3: now I wanna learn about real estate and laptop buying and deals wow. and finding deals
1: wow. well the deal master and just learning let us Justin know what you're did. thinking
3: deal master deal master All right. Justin
1: alright
2: peace thanks All right. a lot yeah. peace peace out okay.